What's going on? What's going on, y'all? This is the first podcast for League of Extraordinary Black Men. My name is Zebo. I'm here to just create a new platform for us young black brothers to get on here and speak on different subjects, different topics, and different interviews. So I'm going to just get straight to it. Today, well, this the other day, you know what I'm saying? There was a very disturbing news about a Chicago rapper, very known in his city named King Von, and you know what I'm saying, there's been a lot of talk about it, there's a lot of this and that, and it's it's very sad, right, it's very sad to see something like this go on, it's very sad to see something like this happen, but I definitely want to clear the air and get something very understood, it's going to continue to happen, now, there are, there are for me personally, I have no, I see no pity in this, I see no reason to feel bad, I see no reason to say, damn, that's messed up for him. The only reason I said what just said it a few seconds ago was just, it's, that's just how people is viewing it. My personal view on this is that it's going to continue to happen to countless black men. It is time for somebody to say the uncomfortable truth. There is no pity for men who spend their lives not trying to be better, who spend their lives committing acts against other men because of Situations and beefs that at the end of the day, it's if you really look at it, it's all very stupid. And it's so stupid to the point that lives get lost. And then once the lives get lost, there are men that feel like, oh, well, I got to keep this going because he died. Instead of maybe I should stop, get away from this and build something to carry on their name. So for all the young black men that's in gangs, that's involved in gang or think that activity is acceptable, this is a cold, hard fact and truth. Nobody should care about your deaths when you die. Your family should really be almost just getting ready to cremate you, cremate you or just buy your casket. It's that real. Because you can die and you will die very early. There, there, there's, I'm, I'm sorry. There, I don't, I, there's no way you think that you're going to see 60 still doing this lifestyle. This young man had two boys. He had two, I think two boys, I want to say. If not two boys, we'll just say two children. And they're gone. And as, as they get older, and if something happens to where they become more conscious and aware, they'll look at their father's death as a senseless, pointless death. Their father threw his life away for nothing, over nothing, about nothing. And yet, now people should mourn. Now it gets even worse because the ones that wanted him dead now are excited that he is dead and they are saying disrespectful things. It is almost, in African culture, it's always, it's never, ever been acceptable to to disrespect the dead and bad things happen to people who disrespect the dead it may not happen quickly it may not even happen in the next two years but when it happens that's going to be the reason why is because you constantly disrespecting the dead we are so disconnected as a people but as black men this podcast and many other podcasts that i'm pretty sure are out there but this one we're going to address Real issues and accountability will always be talked about on this podcast. It will always be the forefront in relationships, in the way we treat our bodies, the way we treat our spirituality, the way we educate ourselves, the way we educate others around us. We as black men must need to must become leaders. There are no more excuses. There are more no more pats on the back. There are no more any of that. We are right now in a state where the black man is constantly under attack. Constantly. 
because we are not upholding what we are supposed to be upholding. We're not holding up character. We're not holding up responsibility. We're not holding up love. We're not holding up trust. We're not building the foundation that our families can grow from. A lot of brothers are raising families and are educating our own children on the culture. You're still letting your children be misled. And look what happens when we're not in our children's lives. Their, their life expectancy is almost shorter because if they're growing up in a situation where it's hard and whether people believe it or not, all children are easily influenced. Are there some that kind of don't fit the mold and they somehow can figure it out and break free? That's like finding the next LeBron James or the next Kobe Bryant. It's a one in a million chance. Does it happen? Yes, but it, it takes, it, it's, oh, it's very rare. So the average child is influenced by their surroundings and who has surrounded them. This is a fact. You become one of the first five people you see every day. You take on some one of their one of those people that you see every day's characteristics, maybe even thinking pattern. Who was there to help Vaughn? Who was there to stop him? People looked up to him, maybe even were scared to even tell him, you tripping. Everything you're doing is wrong. He's not the next one from his clique that it will pass. This is just the reality of it. Especially if this type of stuff keep going on. It's what it's, we just gonna keep it real. And anybody else that's involved in any gang, any gang, any of that, it's all inner city, lower poverty. That's why this shit was created. The gang part, because the, 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 the beginning of it, we all know, if you know your history, it was to protect our communities. Now you terrorize it. There's no accountability in, our, in, 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 the, in the melanated man, the black man's circle. If, if there's no accountability in your circle as a black man, you need to remove what's in that circle or you need to find a new circle. Because if you got black, if, as black men, again, if you have brothers in your corner that's not telling you, hey, stop talking to, like that to your woman. Hey, change your, cha- change your look, man. Let's get more professional so you can get more opportunities. Not job, but business opportunities. We need to clean ourselves up. We need to clean ourselves up from our addictions. We need to clean ourselves up from our egos, our pride, because we have to lead. This today is to this time. I'm glad I started it today. And here on the League of Extraordinary Black Men, we are constantly going to talk about this. And we're going to have people that are involved in different aspects of life that's going to weigh in on situations like this. Maybe not this particular situation, but situations similar. But black men, my brothers, my kings, fellow gods, we can no longer eat, think, sleep, and breathe ignorance. We cannot sleep, think, eat, and breathe mediocrity. Mediocrity. We cannot, excuse me, mediocrity. We cannot know, we can't, we can't be this anymore. Our families are suffering. Our women are lost. Our children are being misled, misguided, and undereducated on what it takes to be a man, a non-toxic man, not a man that just wants full dominance and control, a man that has balance. There's nothing more strong, more powerful, and more graceful, and, and honestly, fellas, more beautiful to a woman than a man with balance. We must be balanced. Our emotions must constantly be in control, not buried or non-existent, but be in control. There is nothing wrong with a man having emotion, but we are not allowed to be wild with it. Now, this is something that we all deal with. Me, I struggle with it for sure. But you must always, but the way I deal with it is once I see where it's going, I check myself and then I go get guidance from brothers who are 
better than me. Period. Let's just keep it real. If you are the best person in your circle, it's not working. Not that you don't have to be the weakest, but you shouldn't be the best. There should be a couple. It should be other people at your level or maybe a little bit better so that we you, you're never out of control. You're never feeling like you're the most powerful because that's a weak man that doesn't have anybody challenge him. Not in a physical or disrespectful sense, but challenge him to be better, to want to be better. This world is crazy, brothers. This world is crazy. And as black men, we, we as melanated men, black men and guys, we need to understand that not only do it affect our sons, as we can see, our sons can get led into gangs, getting misled by other men that don't have their best interests and that don't even care about them. Our women get involved. They, they don't they don't see examples of what type of man to marry or what type of man to date or what type of man to even call her friend. It gets deeper than just relationships because now some of our women don't even have male friends to guide them, to tell them that, yeah, you are tripping on your man. You are doing too much. You need to reel it in. You can't, all, a woman shouldn't always get her advice from a woman. A woman should be able to get her advice from a man and an honest man and a man is going to be true. And not a lot of us are want to be true because some of us are too scared. That BS that Steve Harvey did, that think like a man, that, that's think like a coward. That's not how real men, that's not how all men act. That's not even a third of what men want. That's just some bullshit that a motherfucker put together to confuse our women. We letting men that got our skin tone that was working for the other side, that's working against the culture, tell our women what they should do. When are we as brothers going to let set up the real truth for our women so that our women can stop? being misguided fellas we can't keep giving in to our urges it's getting ridiculous out here all women gotta do is send us videos and we gonna pay for it love yourself fellas that's not loving yourself we have to love ourselves as men don't degrade yourself don't place no don't place value on a woman place it on your purpose Let's place it on our purpose. Let's move forward. Let's grow. Let's change. Let's not be the same. Let's not follow the, the these false narratives that these men that we, we see on TV. And if regular brothers start doing that, these fools can't get on these televisions and jump in these songs and control us. We letting we come on, brothers. We got to fight for what's ours. We got to fight for what we what we deserve and we deserve so much more than to be played we deserve so much more than to be treated like less than human beings my fellow black guys come on y'all we have got to do better we have got to be better we've got to be stronger for our people this election is a joke Black men right now, if you're not building a business, a brand, a something that you can stand on for yourself, you are slowly hanging yourself. We have to get educated on financial literacy. Our women should not be the only ones knowing how to handle their money. My brothers, we have to work harder. My brothers, we have to push. My fellow extraordinary men, we have powers that we haven't even tapped into. Brothers, spend money with your fellow man. If you if you know it's a brother that got a service, you need to find out, get up with him, and help build his service. Help build up his brand. Okay? It's time for us to stop being this whole, 
I think I'm better than him or he ain't on my level. We need to learn to engage in conversation with each other. Only if it's about business. Don't even talk to a black, don't even talk to another black man if you ain't talking about adding money and value to his life. Because right now, for some reason, we at competition. So if you are a black entrepreneur, and I'm only talking to my brothers as black entrepreneurs or brothers that want to be it, do not feel as if you should not reach out to this man or take the time to pay this man his respects because we are all hardworking men and we are all strong. We all want our credit. And the only place we're going to get that credit is if we credit each other. We build up each other. There's nothing wrong with building up each other. Nothing wrong with telling you, hey, black man, you handling your business. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing so I can get there? What books are you reading? You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing wrong with that. It's like prime example. I like working out. Now, I, I've, I've been at some, some bad gyms. I've been at some amazing gyms. But one thing I always have done in my fitness and, and working out is if I see a move, I see somebody doing something that I like or I think that the workout is something I could be involved in or something I can do myself. My pride doesn't even exist because knowledge is power. And that's how you grow your body. That's how you grow your pockets. You just simply humble yourself and you ask a question. Now, in this process, when I've done this before, have I gotten rejected? Yeah, I got brothers that have been like, I ain't about to show you this. Or or I have some that say, look it up. Check out a video. That's how I did it. That alone was the game. But then I've had people that sat down and like, shit, jump in. I start over. We can do this. We can do that. Or I'm up here on these days. Come work out with me. But there's nothing wrong with gaining some type of knowledge. We as brothers have to stop this now, man. We are. It's no reason in black men killing black men anymore because the uh, the other side, the other other races of men trying to kill us, whether we want to see it that way or not. The other races of men keep praying for our downfall. They know they women really want us, but they they they, they know that they women see us not doing nothing. So why are y'all, why are we steadily fighting each other, beefing with each other? We are the example. We are the perfect genotype, prototype to be successful. We are the most athletic. We are the most gifted. We are the most intelligent. Black men have so much intelligence. We are scholars, doctors, lawyers, pastors, judges. Excuse me. We are prophets. Replace prophets with pastors. We are prophets. We are here to tell the truth. We are healers. We are conquerors, conquerors of our fears, conquerors of evil. But no, we have been lost. We have been stripped. We have been bamboozled and hoodwinked. But now the hood is up. It's 2020. The vision is clear. We have to see this. Black men, black men, we must be stronger. Don't be a fool and say, I don't see color when color sees you. See, I see good and evil. I see right and wrong. I see fair and unfair, just and unjust. I see the cowardly and I see the weak. We must be stronger. We do not condone ignorance. We do not pity senseless killing. We do not shed tears for men who poison the minds of our men and women and children. There is no pity for a man with that. That man is the enemy. And this is something that we as black men, real, solid, culture-filled black men. This is for the brothers that love being black, the brothers that love black history, real black history. We are not sent, we were not designed to be nobody's slave, nobody's stepping stool, 
and damn sure nobody's target practice. So we as black men must understand that our forefathers have left books, they have left plans, they have left everything for us to do and build a nation and build a real country. So it can be great. But until we realize that we are the problem in our community, and but we are the answer, we will continue to fail. We will continue to see young men like King Von, FBG, all the countless other gang members die or brothers in the streets selling drugs. You ain't got to be in a gang, just living in them streets. The streets are vicious. There is no love. No love. I don't care who they tell you they are. I don't care how much music they done made, albums they done sold, diamonds on their neck, diamonds in their teeth. Them streets are unforgiving. That's why they not in them. They ain't even in them. You can't rap and go to the streets because the streets want you. You done did so much shit talking. The streets want people that's going to feed it. The streets want people that's going to heal it. Your Protect and your Audemars don't do none of that. Your Benz, none of that. It don't do none of that. Your knowledge on how to invest, your knowledge on how to grow, your knowledge on how to flip properly, safely, and legally. Flipping any item or any type of service legally. This is what the streets need. We need real education. There needs to be brothers that know that Mansa Musa was not just the only richest man. There were tons of other kings. There were slaves that became kings. And then there were kings that became slaves. We cannot, we have too many kings that are slaves. Slaves to the addiction, slaves to the image, slaves to the ego. We have too many of our brothers, slaves to nonsense. We had libraries in our home. We, we need libraries in our homes, brothers. Brothers, if you don't got a library in your home, you are not doing anything. If you don't have bookshelves of black literature or literature of finance on finances or literature on how the mind works so that when you feel your mind getting out of control, you know how to keep it under control. We don't got we need books on meditation. Brothers, we are so lost right now. We are so lost, brothers. But it's time. It is time somebody was honest. And here on the League of Extraordinary Black Men podcast, we are going to build episodes that there's nothing that you can't get information to, whether it's making money, making love, making a stronger family, making a better you, making a better body. There will be plenty of examples, plenty of episodes, plenty of services that you can reach out to. But we as brother, we we as black men have to make a stand. We have to make a true stand because these other races of men are controlling things that we should have control of. There's no reason for us to fail. You know? And I just want y'all to know that we we coming. We are coming. These, 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 these presidential elections are, are, are just a joke. We as black men must set the real example. We must be better. We must strive. Strive for greatness. We need leaders in our community, brothers. Now, today is the first episode. I just made it, wanted to make it short, but not too short. But I wanted to pretty much just introduce myself and introduce what we will be talking about, what we will be standing on, what we will be taking care of. 
there's so many things that we need to take care of, so many things that we're going to discuss and so many conversations that we're going to have and build and fix and change things. So my black brothers, my melanated brothers, my melanated guys, we got work to do, fellas. And I'm going to see you guys next Saturday, next Saturday. And the topic we are going to talk about next Saturday, I'm going to have some info for us, is our net worth. What is the black man's net worth? That's where we need to start. We're going to start with what, what, what do, how much does the average black man have? What does the average black man a, make? When does the black man yield his full earning potential? And how can he yield it quicker and sooner? So I wanted to give y'all quick gems. I wanted to give y'all some good energy. I wanted to give y'all some motivational, inspiring talk. Okay? But next Saturday, we will be live. We will be ready. And it's going down. So peace, guys. Y'all stay safe. Matter of fact, stay dangerous. And never let a hard time humble you. The marathon continues. Shout out, Nip. Peace and blessings.